At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Welcome to the Think Different Podcast. I am Will, your host and co-host. It is Tim. Tim, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Uh, just got back from Boston. Boston. Yeah, he, go- he goes on a vacation every week, everybody, in case you didn't know. So he went to Texas. He went to Boston. And now he's going to Nashville. He's going to go to Florida. You know, Area 51, probably, too. He's going with all those people, right? It used to be a joke at the... Uh, store that will and i worked at i was always called vacation tim because it oh seemed like my. i was always on vacation <laughs> so remember pro- but i was tim, part-time you were part-time I was in college <laughs> you were part-time but literally this kid went on vacation all the time so vacation tim uh that should be your hashtag vacation tim or your twitter handle should be vacation tim it should be so if i ever get back to twitter yeah, he doesn't know how to use that, guys. But make sure you do follow us on Twitter. It's at ThinkDiffPod. Check us out on there as well as our Facebook page at Think Different Podcast and our YouTube page as well. We need some reviews, guys, on iTunes, so please leave us a review. In fact, I think I have an idea, Tim. If we're gonna what we're gonna that? we're gonna entice reviews. So next week, if you listen in, we are gonna offer something if you leave a review. So we're gonna talk about that next week. So put that in your notes because I'll forget. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll that's do that. Fun. So that way we can entice people to do it. That's right. Because we want the universe to love us. That's what we want. We just want a little love, you know. Before we get started, guys, I just wanted to do a quick shout out to my sister and my brother-in-law lost their dog this week. It was a very, very sad uh, time. Lost it to cancer. It was a it's so devastating. Uh, You know, I got to tell you guys, love your pets. You know, you never know with them. You know, it's, it's impossible to tell if something happens to them. You know, she had cancer. It's about three weeks, you know, of like not knowing results and finally getting those results and then just spending the last week with her. If you have a pet. You know, just take good care of them as much as you possibly can. My sister, you know, it's weird too because they literally never took that dog to a vet, but they didn't have to. There was nothing wrong, right. you know. Where my right. dog, every month we're taking him to, for something. He's got like the, <laughs> like Cody is just crazy. Got a lot of issues: blindness, pancreatitis, ACL tears. You know, wow. and just to have that happen stink. So uh, th- this episode is dedicated to my old dog, Kenzie, my sister, and my brother-in-law who are going through a rough time. So I just wanted to let the- everyone know that, and I offer them as much support as possible. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Man, that's got to be tough. It's extremely tough. But we have to get through that. We are now ready for an interesting week in the news. The news. Apple's battery service alerts are a blow against right to repair. Uh, Last week, YouTuber Justin Ashford swapped the original battery in an iPhone XR with one he bought from an electronics market in Shenzhen. Ashford runs a channel called The Art of Repair, which features videos about repairing electronics. 
Um, this latest repair video wasn't just an ordinary battery swap, it was a pointed message to Apple. So basically in a nutshell, this YouTuber replaced a battery in an iPhone XR and with the newest iPhone XS, XS Max, and iPhone XR built into the iOS, there's a service notification that allows you to, uh, gives you more information about your battery under the battery health tab in your settings and basically tells you uh, whether or not your battery is uh, genuinely a genuine Apple battery and whether it's uh, performing the correct way because it's a replacement battery. Um, so the service notification will pop up if your battery wasn't replaced with genuine Apple parts. This YouTuber claims that this battery was an Apple genuine battery and that he shouldn't be receiving this kind of message. Now, Apple in a nutshell kind of takes this repairing your own product very seriously because they actually don't want to uh, endanger their customers. Will can definitely touch on a little bit more on that. He's trying to argue this whole right to repair movement, the ability to conduct your own repairs on personally owned technology. He believes that this is a kind of a stab at not being able to give people the, their, their right to actually service their own technology, which is like, it's a both interesting topic to, to kind of elaborate on but we're probably not going to do that but it's it's uh something that i don't think has much traction anyway and apple wants to make sure that people know they have repair options outside of apple itself because of these authorized repair um services just like uh best buy you called it an xr xr yeah it's an iphone 10r man <laughs> unbelievable he oh my god like unbelievable so back to the actual this whole article <laughs> i didn't even catch that yeah, I caught it right away, and I didn't want to say anything, but damn. All right, so here's the idea about these repairs. Batteries are very difficult to remove out of these iPhones. They are having a, they have these strong adhesives that keep it in place for a reason. Hey, Tim, how many times have we had a battery go up inside of a room? Because someone um, stabbed at it or did something wrong with it? I would say, I mean, we are pretty good at it. Um, but it happened. Keeping... But it happened, yeah. No, right. it, it definitely that's happened. Why, that's why there's a right to repair things not going to work out for anybody. Because what's going to start happening is people are going to pick and probe using the wrong tools. They're going to cause a fire in their house or a thermal yeah. event that could seriously damage your property. Now, face it, guys, these lithium-ions are they're out in the open when you open the device. They're, they're, very, they're easily there. If you don't have a shield to protect that and you poke and probe at it, you are going to cause a, an event. So I understand why people want to have the right to repair things. They've been doing that since Xbox when that stupid 360 ring went around, and then if you repaired oh, yeah. it, you were like denied service from now on. So this has been going on for a while. Bottom line is go to an Apple store and get it fixed. The Apple, the, the repairs are cheap now to get batteries compared to back in the day. They're not 79 anymore. They're like 49 now. You know, they're, they're definitely... Yeah, I think it's 49 or 59. Yeah, yeah, so it's a lot cheaper now to do it. And you're just going to cause more of a problem by doing that. Because if Apple sees any sign of a battery that has been tampered with or that is not in there, you have now completely ended your terms and agreement with Apple and you will not get service on that repair. In fact, next week we're going to probably talk about the terms and conditions so you guys have a clear understanding of what is right and what is wrong. So I don't care. And I, I, I don't, oh, it's like, I'm on a rant. Uh, as far as this YouTuber goes, you know, I don't, there's so many out there that do this YouTubing things. Some people have a right to gripe about how Apple does things or why they don't change the battery out of 
the top case of our keyboards because they're adhesive down. They're getting better at it by allowing, in the MacBook Air specifically, the new one, they're allowing the battery to be removed. Where back in the day, like right now, most Macs since 2012 basically have to be removed with the keyboard at the same time. The iPhone batteries are great. You know you're getting a real battery in it when you replace it. Just go get it done at Apple. That is one part of your repair that I would not change. Now, I could understand a screen based on circumstances, yeah. but not a battery. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree in that in that aspect. Um, and I think the point of this whole service alert for the newest phones is to kind of warn them the ability of, if you're going to go to an Apple store and they see this service alert, they're already going to be kind of pre-warned that you know third party or that the product has already been tampered with. Um, prior to going into the uh, into the, the phone itself, he ended up teaming up with a that repair service called iFixit. Yep, um, that's very popular. And uh, yeah, and they started. He started arguing that they believe that Apple has their their, their own like uh, diagnostic services and stuff like that that allow it to get rid of that service message that's coming up in the newest phones. <laughs> um, so they believe Apple has that ability to just kind of turn it off um, once the repair is done. That if you do the repair at home, you wouldn't have that yeah, access, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah, you have proof of that, buddy? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> go work for Apple, go work at a Genius Bar, and then come back and tell me if you think that right to repair is a good option. But otherwise, if you haven't worked at a, in, a, in an environment where you're dealing with other people's Apple devices, then you have absolutely no say. Yep. Next. FAA bans recalled MacBook Pros from flights. Uh-oh. U.S. airline safety regulators banned select MacBook Pro laptops on flights after Apple Inc. recently said that some units had batteries that posed a fire risk. They are doing a recall on lithium-ion batteries for the 15-inch MacBook Pro laptop that were sold from mid-2015 to February 2017, which is a good chunk of time. Mm -hmm. um, they are estimating it's about 432,000 MacBook Pros that are affected in the U.S. and about 59,000 affected in Canada. Apple already has a quality program that is allowing to replace the battery at no cost as long as the serial number is associated with within this sale period. They first banned it in the European European Avi Aviation Safety Agency, and now it's actually coming to the U.S. where they're going to ban it on all U.S. flights. Um, so it's very similar to the whole uh, Samsung phone that was yeah, that's the first Note thing I seven thought of. that that was that was uh, not allowed on flights. Guys, if you're traveling with your MacBook Pro and you have a 15-inch model, you are not going to be allowed to bring it on your on your. Yeah. Yeah, so bottom line, you get a free battery on that, as well as it's a keyboard and a trackpad replacement because it's all solid one part. So go get that done. Okay, uh, point. Yeah, so you remember you're getting you're getting the benefit of that too. That took a while to figure out. You know, you got to think about it. Mid 2015, they came out with the uh, the new MacBook Pro model, the 2016 one, uh, not that long after that. So that you got to think that took almost almost four years. It took them to figure that out. Quality yeah. programs take some time, guys. Like it takes two three years to figure out quality programs unless it's like a epidemic go get your battery done you know you go to any apple or best buy store uh you they are going to ship them out most likely i will let you know that now so again we talked about the three to five day turnaround time so prep yourself for that and tim what should everyone do when they come to the apple store before they send um, their product out yeah you should definitely have a backup of your oh. entire computer prior to bringing it to the apple store only because 
like Will said, it's most likely going to be sent out, and the possibility for data loss is very high. And by the way, at my at my job now, we did send them all out. Everybody that had that battery program, because we do have people that travel with their Macs, we did that immediately. So that That's was smart. something. Now, I did look on the website, by the way. It does say service may take one to two weeks. So because most likely they're having an influence of people going to the stores and doing it, the three to five might go up to one to two. So I wanted to correct myself on that. Now, do you think, just to kind of think of the airline's viewpoint on it, do you think they're going to make the announcements now at the airports like they did for the Note 7 or no? I think they're going to look at, they're going to see the max out there and they're going to want, and they probably have a protocol to look up that serial number. Uh, and find out if it's under that quality program and if it's been done. I don't know how they're going to know, though. That's the only thing. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. The only thing I can think of that why they would figure that out is if they look at the cycle count. That is definitely going to be a, a sign that it got changed. So beyond, I don't know what their protocol is. There must be some kind of protocol, though. So go get your batteries done, guys. It's very important, but that'll do it for this one. Now, what we're going to talk about is a preview of what we did last week. So we talked about the Genius Bar experience. What we wanted to do now was review actual customers that went to Apple stores, and they left good reviews and bad reviews. So let's get to those right now. Oh, this going to be fun. So I'm going to be reading reviews from Google. I personally have left reviews on Google before. So I not for Apple stores specifically, but if I have a great experience and I don't use um, open table for my like reservations at a restaurant, I will go on Google and review the restaurant or the business or whatever that case may be. So here we go. Um, first, I want to read a, a relatively f- good comment. This is a month ago, and this was a four-star review. The, uh, the review says, I can't say enough good things about this store. We had a phone issue and we went through all the proper steps to fix it. It was a unique problem, but we eventually figured out what was wrong. Every person we dealt with was as nice, knowledgeable, and patient. I will do all of my Apple business here from now Ooh. on. So that, that's nice. I mean, that's, that's cool that she mentioned every person we dealt with was as nice, knowledgeable, and patient. Did they say that they're a genius bar or just a sale? I imagine it was a phone issue, so they probably had a Genius Bar appointment. Gotcha. Okay. And it, the being that they were with, with multiple people, it's probably a Genius Bar appointment. Mm-hmm. All right. One star review about a month ago. I actually used to like coming to this store, and I used to visit it every now and then and look around and buy a few things until today. So I get there, and I get set up for an appointment with a tech. So I get called in. I had some water from a water park, get into my house phone, and it was turning on to the Apple and then just turning off. Hmm. She looks at it, at it with this at symbol for 10 seconds and says we need to replace this with a new device. I say no, and then just for the hell of it, I press the power button and phone's been working fine ever since. The lack of help was ridiculous. She tried to sell me a story about the phone and didn't even try to help me. Wow. That just sounds like an impatient dude. No, I, I'm going to actually disagree with that. So, th- I mean... I'm going to disagree because there's that. a there's a whole theory about no no no, it's no, no, like... no no because uh, <laughs> don't don't start being a customer damn it Tim all right all right I'm talking I know from you, both sides I, both I know sides. you just I know you just came back from vacation but damn uh, so <laughs> the reality is to me that's a failure to me you know we have these we have these steps right that we had to do with customers on how to figure out what the problem is open ended questions trying to figure out the problem sounds like they didn't do anything because to me when I see an Apple logo. 
And the first thing I do is put in recovery mode because recovery mode always is a great way of figuring out if it at least stays in recovery mode. And then usually, if I was in that situation, I would put it in recovery mode, see if it, it stays on. I would disconnect it to see if it stays in recovery mode, plug it back in, and then we have the option to update or restore as, an, as a troubleshooting method. But it sounds like they said, oh, we just got to change it. So unless they were there beforehand and they've done right. that already, that's the only thing I could think of. But it sounds like no. But I would think that because the customer led with, I had water in my house, the genius or whoever they work with could already come to the conclusion that there's probably water in the device. If they're admitting to having water in the device, you know, we can only offer the replacement device because they're not going to repair a phone that has water damage in it. That's fine. And I get that. I get that. But we also, there is indicators inside the phone. Now, that's on Apple.com. That's not internal stuff. That is definitely known that you can right, check right. for uh, for uh, the liquid indicators uh, inside the phone. They could have opened it and take a look at it, honestly. They could have said, oh, you know what? There's no liquid in it. You know, but if like, there's... That you have from, to, a, from, a you, from a genius standpoint, how easy is a conversation where the customer just says, hey, I dropped my phone in the toilet and it's not working properly Because anymore. there's water resistance built in these phones. So if How do you know which phone it is? I don't know which phone it is. I'm just telling you that they're, but you don't know either. So don't question me. Like, that's true. That's true. No. So open, like it, it, it's important to open up the phone. I would have opened up the phone, you know, yeah. I'm, and by the way, I don't know what he's reading guys. So this is the first time I'm hearing it. So there's no prep on. Yeah, what, no, I'm just randomly you. picking comments. So the genius could have opened up the phone and looked at internally. If the liquid was definitely damaged and I would have said, okay, then I'm totally understanding why, but it sounds like they went right to a swap. Because they admitted they had water in it, and I know that's a—I know it's a protocol that that's what we're told to do when they admit it. But the reality is, to me, if it's one of the phones with liquid resistance now, because that's a factor, that you can open up the phone and look at it. Yeah. Right, Tim. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. This one is uh, this one's a little bit longer, but I like it. It's about a MacBook Pro, so it, it's related to our news segment. All right, one star review. It was about a week ago, so it was re- actually oh. pretty relevant, re- pretty recent. Need a repair? Question mark. Beware in capital letters. I had an issue with my MacBook Pro's keyboard. Apparently, it is a very common issue, i.e., design flaw. The repair was completely covered, but the beware here, in capital letters again, is that I received a call that Apple found a memory issue after the repair, which would require $750 to address. Previously, I have had no issues with the performance of my MacBook. When I asked how do I know if this issue is not a result of the keyboard repair, the associate asked if I read the fine print before the repair. Apple is not responsible for any damage they caused during repairs. That was all in capital letters. This seems very crazy to me. If I bought my car in to get service for a dent in the fender, if it came back with a new unrelated issue, I would expect appropriate repairs to be made. Ultimately, I cannot prove that Apple caused a memory issue, in quotations, and I cannot know if they did not cause an issue. I am pointing this fine print policy out so that others are aware. The immediate fallback to this policy is the reason for my poor rating. Despite my 30 plus year Apple patronage, I will reconsider my future Apple engagement more carefully. Wow. That's a fishy one. That's an interesting one. That is, that a good is one. interesting. Yeah. When we send devices out, there's always a chance that we could find something else going on because there are more advanced diagnostics to run that, to validate that everything was prepared correctly. So if they do find yep. an issue, here's what I, what I think they could have done with this. If, I, if I'm thinking of a manager stance of it, 
if they did the repair and they brought it back, let's say they did the repair and then he said it didn't do the memory problem. You know, let's mm-hmm. say he took it back. I wonder if that was an option given to him or not, which we don't right. know. That would have been one thing is like, okay, did you offer him an option to do that? Now, the second thing is for that MacBook Pro, the memory is soldered to the logic board, which means the entire logic board has to be changed, which is why the price is so high. The more compact we want these things, the more stuff that's put on the main board, and that yep. affects price because everything's got to get changed with of that. Course. So that's very important to know. So this was a hard one. I could understand the review. I'll be honest. But I, I, uh, I'm kind of interested what happened if, if uh, he ended up getting it repaired or not. We don't know the answer to that, but that's kind of the mystery. Uh, maybe Tim could reach out to him and ask him. <laughs> uh, actually, that would um, be a bad re- idea. Yeah, that's kind of creepy, though. No, it's not. It's a little creepy. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm trying to find a good one. This store is extremely busy. Always. Keep that in mind. If I have time, I wait for help. But if I don't, it's very easy to schedule an appointment online. Love that. Love that. That being said, the staff are extremely knowledgeable of all the products and always willing to help. They also are pretty efficient at their jobs, which must be a daunting responsibility given the high volume of the store. In this particular case, my right AirPod was not working. I was happy that I could book online and I didn't have to wait. I was helped by a Genius Bar staff member and I would be happy to work with this staff member again as they were extremely efficient and productive member of the Genius Bar team. I'm very happily using my fixed, in quotations, AirPods today without any issues. So I love that he, first of all, is self-aware that scheduling an appointment prior to entering the store is the best option that you could have and then it makes it very easy and then and secondly he is also self-aware that the store is very busy so he understands the patience and of the ability of waiting and stuff like that so i really like this review yeah that's it like hey guys it actually can be fun to go to store sometimes i'm going to be on yelp now and i'm going to use another apple store now by the way we're not revealing what store it is but you know you'll find out uh, so let's talk about this review. Now, this one is good because this is going to be something I'm going to disagree with. Here we go. This was made actually uh, about a month ago. I made an appointment due to a problem with the battery on my cell only lasting until approximately 2 p.m. every day. And that's with me barely using the phone. I was told to reset to factory settings. Sorry. Nope. The phone was purchased on Black Friday. <laughs> it should not be this bad. I was told I would get a call in a week to see how it was working. The call never came. I have a warranty, but they were too cheap to replace the phone. They've been billing me 99 cents for over a year now. I keep calling them and telling them to stop. They won't stop, and they don't reimburse me. Then I'm paying 9.99 a month, a month, for music. I stopped paying it, and they wiped cleaned my library apple sucks i only had three <laughs> months left and i could ditch the sucky phone and go back to android That's there's just so many okay levels let's to break this. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to the breakdown of your yelp review resetting to factory settings is a factor because when it comes to battery usage that is all subjective nobody is going to have the same battery results at all their phones we all use it differently unless if you're going to compare two phones side by side, they have to have the exact same settings on and not one app could be any different than the other. If they are, yep. by default, it's it's it can't be a scientific proof. 
Now, I could see where they got mad because we they said that we called back. So we most likely set up an Apple Care appointment or something like that, and they never got the call. Uh, we will not replace your phone for a battery. I'm going to tell you that right now. You go to an Apple store, you complain about your battery, you want a new phone, it is not happening. because no, unless the repair fails. Unless the repair fails. And by the way, you have every diet. Like Apple gave you, after the whole battery debacle, you have diagnostics now built into your battery telling you your percentage, your usage, everything. So everything is there for you. Well, I wonder how old the phone is because bought it on Black Friday. There's typically not great deals for phones anymore on Black Friday. So I'm interested in when that was purchased. Yeah, we don't even know where it was purchased because uh, it doesn't say that. But yeah, we're not going to replace the phone for that. I, I Honestly, I could understand why the, whatever technician worked with them didn't do that. They've been billing me for 99 cents for over a year now. That's because she has iCloud. I kept calling, telling them to stop. They're not. You do it on your phone. You can stop <laughs> it on your phone. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, and then they they won't re- reimburse me. No, because you have the you have the power to press the button with your finger. Yep. And then I'm paying nine ninety nine a month. That's right. If you got the H there for music. I stopped paying it, and then they wipe my library clean. Why did they do that, Tim? Because everything was Apple uh, Music. Forty million songs in your library. You lost all those songs because you stopped paying for it. So yes, you don't <laughs> own that music, by the way. So let's get that straight. Now I looked at the rest of the reviews for this person in particular. Apple Store two stars. Target one star. Rose Nails one two stars. Oh, so they're just an angry customer. Yeah, they're just an angry, angry person. They just hate life. <laughs> but one thing I will tell you when it comes to Yelp reviews. Now I'm a Yelp elite viewer. Yeah. Are you really? Yes, I am. Because I review all the time. You'll look at my profile and it'll show you that I'm not like that kind of crazy person. I have a mixture of everything on there. So as far as this review goes, this is bull. Because I don't, whatever this person just said is not even relevant to the stores. (laughs) Okay. That's how I feel. Now let's go to a five-star review. This is back in January. I had a wonderful experience at the Apple store today. I came in to buy the new iPad a few days ago and the sales associate was very helpful answering all my questions. He inquired about my interests and what I'd be using the iPad for. I felt like he was generally trying to help me pick the best iPad for me and to help me get the most use out of it. I was torn between the two sides of the iPad. The associate pointed out that they've been playing on and handling the smaller one, the 11-inch Pro, more. I picked that one. Over the course of the next few days, I realized I made the right choice because the one I chose was even a bit big for my hand. So the larger one I was considering would have been way too clumsy. (laughs) He suggested I try the drawing class offered at the Apple store because I mentioned that I'm a painter. I just left class and was incredibly helpful. I wish I recalled the teacher's name, but he was so patient and truly skilled artist. I left the class feeling competent and excited to create art on my new iPad. I'm definitely coming back to other classes to learn more. How great a review that. is that? That no, is a great a, review. That is a great review. I, I'm going to clap for that review. Yeah, that was like, a great wow. review. So uh, the names of the person that helped them was there. So bravo to that person. Honestly, that is exactly what Apple wants to do with every yeah, customer. Yeah, that's like the perfect scenario. That really is. And and honestly, this person's a, an elite reviewer too. So they're elite reviewer. But that's a great review because not only did we did everything right, and then we invited them back to the store. Yeah. They came oh, in yeah. for the, the classes, which, by the way, there are some really talented people doing these trainings. You know, the, the creatives who are the teachers of our store – 
create very great facilitation skills that you could teach you how to use your device and you should take advantage of them and they're free so that is a terrific review uh yeah and i, I love how the associate that they worked with didn't make the choice for them like right. the apple associates are not there to sell you the most expensive ipad because it's got all the cool gadgets and stuff and features they're trying to sell the product that's right for you not necessarily that's right to just make more money out of you um so i just love that they pointed that out as well this is the last review we're going to do this is obviously going to be a negative because i know everyone likes negative reviews oh so, yeah i never been treated more rudely in my life i arrived a few minutes before the store opened and walked into their wide open doors as was told by someone to go stand outside of the glass guy we're not open yet so so much for common decency go to any other place that sells their products or order them online one star so what he's referring to is that our the doors of the apple store depending on what store you go to are sometimes open a little bit reason why is that they want to get people who are waiting outside those stores and by the way that's a real thing to go there early in the morning because most of them are genius bar appointments they want to get they don't, or they don't have one a lot of times people walk into the store thinking that we're open. Now we're not, but people walk in, but meanwhile we're, we might be having a team meeting or something going on. Now to, this is kind of like a, a weird thing. If the doors aren't wide open, they're most likely not open. Also, if the mall is open till nine, they're probably not open till nine. You know, that's the yeah. bottom line. If to me, I always like the doors being very close to shut where you got to kind of squeeze through where you could very clearly know that they're not open. Right, right. If, if this store was wide open the way he said it was, you know, then that's a mistake because those doors should never be wide open in the beginning of the morning, especially if we're not open. Uh, so I, I can't say if it was wide open or not, but knowing, knowing how the stores work, they don't do that. No. So I have a feeling the doors were not all the way open. They were slightly open, came inside, Want, and then we told him to go outside. Yes, because we're not open. Right. You know, so. And it's not like it's a our problem kind of thing in that, like, they'd get different service at other retail stores. Other retail stores don't have that kind of opening to their store. I mean, it's more or less they have that, you know, gate that comes down from the ceiling that they have. Right. Um, and nobody's going to crawl under that. Or they have, like, doors that are physically already closed and it only can be open from the inside. Um, Even so Disney stores have that lock where they, they have the kids unlock the, the chain uh, at their store, like in the open. Oh, yeah, that's they're right. Not, but they don't have to cross the rope, you know. So, yeah. they, so my, my, my point is that if the Apple store's doors are not wide open, they're not open. Okay? Yeah. That's a good one. If the Apple <laughs> stores are not open, they're not that's a good one. I'm going to use that as a t-shirt. <laughs> Write so, that down. <laughs> yeah. So those are just some of the reviews that we came up with here uh, on the sites. There's plenty of them. Look them up. When you're reading them, Take it with a grain of pepper, not salt. Pepper. <laughs> nice. Uh, like that. Look at look at their reviews of other places before you just jump to conclusions that they're pissed off. You know that that's to me is the important thing when it comes to reviewers is that you have to have some kind of a history for me to really believe what you said. Well, that one person, the very first one I did, I'm gonna call it the name Michelle Q. You're a moron. <laughs> um, like you really are. Like. If you listen to this podcast at some point, you're a moron. You know, and other ones, but you, you can tell we give also great reviews, how the great experiences of the Apple Store are. There are great, there are incredible people that work at Apple Stores. 
Are you going to get some that are better than others? Yes. That, that, yeah. That's any business you go to. Some yeah. people are really great. Some people are maybe not as interested. But, you know, you'll you'll figure that out based on your conversation with them. But that's it for this week, guys. We hope you enjoyed this uh, look down lane. Maybe we'll go down this again at some point if we get newer reviews down the line. And we'll do it again. Yeah, I liked it. it was, this was fun. All right, guys. So make sure you check out all the articles that we did today. They're going to be on the thinkdifferentpodcast.com website. Check them out. We also post them on our Twitter and Facebook feeds. Check them out on there. And we are out of time because Tim has to go to bed because he's going to Nashville tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, if you guys have any vacation suggestions, uh, I'll take them as well. Um, Tim's, looking. Nice. <laughs> Tim's, look, Tim's looking for new places to go, folks. Yeah, uh, always looking. So guys, make sure you make sure you add us at Think Different Pod. Check out our new platform at Launchpad DM. That is run by Podcast One. That's where we're hosting our web our entire site now. We kind of put SoundCloud to the side because they wanted to make us pay for it. This site is actually completely free. So if you ever want to actually go on there and do your own podcast, this site's doing it completely free, guys. So uh, please join yeah, up with them. Nice. Free is absolutely nice. There's not that many free podcast platforms out there, so definitely give it a shot. We appreciate you guys coming on today. Thank you for joining us. Leave us a review, and we'll be back next week for more Apple stuff. So good night, and have a great weekend. Peace out. <laughs>